You gonna trim your beard? It's already trimmed. Look. No more. How do you? What do you mean more? <laughs> Trying to make him not look like a like a Szechuan serial killer. People like that. Like a if you go up like if you go look up any videography video on YouTube, they all look like they have I know. big beards. I know. I know. Okay. Um, AJ, I need you to step like fifteen feet back from the microphone. How about now? You're like you're like yelling <laughs> into it. He's pumped. He's pumped. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, great. I think that's great. Boys, good to be here. Good Boys, to have you. I'm only home one day, so I'm I've been on a tear. Um, oh yeah, and you're yeah. taking time out of this incredible week before your start of your Miata career. <laughs> My MX5 this- global MX5 career, MX5 Cup Series career is yes, exceptional. It is confirmed Parker is a Cup Series driver again. Yes, I am. And it's a black number 75. Really? Is it yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be. Wow. Get, yeah. Do you I got get, a picture. So, is, is so, I, okay. I know we haven't gotten to the intro yet, but I still, I'm very curious. Is this like a, is this like Formula One where you get to choose your number and they'll put it on there? <laughs> no, like, they it, just like asked. The number? They just asked, uh, does 75 work? I said, hell yeah. It does. So, yeah. That works I'm very in. well. That's Can awesome. we do an intro? I mean, if you I, want. Sure. All right. Uh, welcome to the eRacer Podcast. I'm Parker Kligerman, joined by Mr. Race Control, Joshua Mendoza, and the new... I don't know what you are new, actually. Wait, is that, doing wait this, hold on. I, what? Is, he a, is that Sasquatch over there? Is yes, that Bigfoot? <laughs> Bigfoot, uh-huh, AJ Anderson, funny. also known as videographer. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Are you dabbing, Josh? No, I was actually I was being <laughs> Nelly. You, you know the 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 monster in the in the lake. Um, no, the you, you oh. know you it know. Looks like you're I dabbing. know. I know. This is dabbing. That's true. But it looked like you were like doing an excessive dab. You're just doing a really excessive <laughs> dab. <laughs> really big one, yeah. Dab. You heard right, a deep for the, for the deep dab for the for the thumbnail. <laughs> Where there we go. We got those thumbnails in. Here's a question. Here's a question. Where do we start on this past weekend? Do we start the truck series? Do we work our way to cup? Yeah. We go in order. That's what we always do. All right. All right. So NASCAR was in Nashville. NBC taking over the Cup Series and Xfinity series for the first time. Busy weekend for myself. Raced the number 75 Food Country USA truck for Henderson Motorsports. Uh, everyone's favorite. America's favorite food country USA truck. Um, we were not fast again. Uh, had some issues in practice. Qualified worst qualifying position we've had in probably four years, like twenty third or something. And then um, we worked our way into a position through strategy, and everything to get to the lead. I had a pretty bad restart, felt like eighth. Held on to that. Looked like we were going to finish like tenth to eleventh, and then Derek Krause drove directly into me in turn three with three laps in the middle of three and four with three laps to go and wrecked me. Um, he did. So I went up to him fully prepared to knock him the F out 
and I was pretty hot and I've never been that hot. But when you wrecked me for 10th or 11th in a truck race, which means literally nothing um, and take, you know, cost us damage on our truck um, that now costs us money and cost me money because I get paid through prize money. I'm going to be pretty hot, especially when you hit everything in the series all the time, like that kid. So I went up to him and I was like, I'm going to knock this guy out. And then he looked like he was going to cry. So then I said, get out of the truck, come look at my truck. We went over it and you know, he basically said I had a run and I said to where my rear bumper. Yeah, of course you did. Anyone could do that. Um, I said, this is the reason you wreck a lot of stuff and you do wreck a lot. And he did agree with that, which was interesting. Um, and then basically, you know, he had nothing else to say and I was like, get out of my face. So not very happy with that situation. Not happy of getting spun out for 10th or 11th by someone who's just so incompetent. They don't know what they're doing there. Um, but yeah, so that was a truck race moving on. Ryan priest won for like the, what second time in a row, there. second year in a row. Yeah. yeah second year in a row. It's got that place figured out. Does that's pretty impressive. Good for him. Um, I don't know how you know that's that's a tricky place in trucks because it just it's concrete, the tires hard, doesn't want it like we missed the setup for sure. Um, but like it's a very tricky place in trucks. So that's a good that's impressive. I'm gonna be honest here, Parker. Mm-hmm. Why are you even training at boxing? If you're not gonna start swinging wildly <laughs> when you get upset? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> Well, I thought about that coming in, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, I also know how to throw a punch right now, so like, this this is a bad situation for this other person. But I then the better, you know, discretion became the better part of valor, and I was like, you know, if he was pretty calm and looked looked like he had some bit of remorse, I believe. Um, so, well, that's good. I then, you know, then I just decided it probably wasn't in my best interest to do that sort of thing. But I hope it puts some of the people on notice. I think, you know, last year when went down Johnny Sauter, I just pretty much made it known to the truck series that I'm not going to take any shit and I'm just done with it because I got pushed around for a while and I'm not going to take it anymore. And they better be on notice that if you mess with me, I'm going to come back 10 times harder. So yeah, and Noted. I don't care that I'm on TV. Wow, I, <laughs> is, I that right there, AJ? We need to clip that and just post it on our Twitter account. <laughs> I mean, I'll clip it. The the kind of things you hear in the Eraser podcast that yep. you don't hear anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Xfinity race. I was on TV for every single show on Saturday. I thought. Last year's Xfinity race was pretty badass there at this place, hot and slick. This year's, man, those those drivers were were working for it. It was a thousand degrees, guys. Like a thousand. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. There were multiple drivers that went to the uh medical center after the race. So And that place, like it's hard. It's it's just hard to describe, but it's a hard place to get around, and it just requires con- like the car just jumps away from you at times, and you just it's a really tricky place. So that was pretty cool. I thought racing. I, I so I went. One of the things that I remember when they announced that we were going to Nashville was the over like arching agreement of the fan base or it seemed at least with twitter and i know twitter is not the fan base but it's one (laughs) of the more vocal sides of it that the 
there was many people upset that we were going to Nashville Super Speedway, another cookie cutter mile and a half racetrack, and we were going to have ourselves another Kentucky, Iowa on our hands, mm-hmm. where it's just like the race is just going to be lame. And I don't really feel like we've had a truly awful race there yet. So, I mean, I I'm with you. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was not the biggest proponent of this place when we announced we're coming back because I just I wanted to go back to Nashville. I just felt like this place I had done so much testing there, you know, back when we had the testing ban, but we could go to tracks that NASCAR didn't race at. Nashville was like a weekly occurrence. I've, I've been there when it was we, I saw a bunch of Penske guys. We were laughing about, like, hey, man, remember the time we were here when it was like 28 degrees and we were burning ice off the track to be able to go out there and test like. That's what we used to spend so much time out there. And so I just remember it being a very like single groove. We did some, I did some truck races there or a truck race. I can't remember. It was two. And, you know, they were decent races, but it was very single grooved. It's like at that era with the tires that Goodyear was making, it just was not a fun place. Right. I think two things Mm -hmm. happened. One, the resin helped a ton. Goodyear's tires, you know, these days are far, you know, different than what we were racing 10 years ago. Um, and, the, and also being day races, I think that's helped a lot. You know, I think the cup race, which we'll get into, you know, the racing got a little worse when the grip level went up in the nighttime, right? So yep. that place in the daytime, hot with the rubber laying down, it can be, it's a brutal place to get around. Just cause yeah. a good race. It's, it's incredible. It was awesome to watch. I do want to say... Uh, a special shout out to JD Motorsports for writing Joey on their name rails. Both the four and the six had Joey on the name rails again. So oh. it's cool to see them honoring. They just surprised it to the family. So that was cool. So thank you to those guys. Ryan awesome. Vargas, Alex Torres, Bailey Curry for uh, running Joey's name again. That was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Very nice of them. Very cool. Well, um, uh, where'd they end up? Um. To be honest with you, I was just so excited. I didn't even check, but I know that Ryan ended up in the in the infield care center after the race because he oh, was no. apparently overheated as heck. So, but uh, I know nineteenth actually. I think hey. the four car got a top twenty, and so they told me that my brother's name was going to stay on the name rail for the rest of the season because it brought them good luck. So, hey, yeah, wow. that, uh, I I don't know if that's that's actually going to happen, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Justin Allgaier completely dominated the race there are multiple times in the race where you had like a five second lead so <laughs> jrm got concrete figured out he does and JRM's JRM's got is, concrete figured out well not just there they're, they're good everywhere right now i mean they they are they're on it but i think the others i think the others are catching up but yeah they were really really good um colleague had the craziest pitch strategy call they decide so it was about 65 laps you could make it on fuel. We have a caution that essentially was like 68 laps, I want to say, 70 laps. But by the time you go green, we'd be like 65, so it's close. But with a little caution laps or like with the caution laps, you're going to be fine to make it. They elect to keep their track position on all three cars, mind you. So AJ, Hemrick, and Castle. And don't, you know, are put in a position where they save a set of tires over everyone. But they also don't have the fuel to make it to the end. So if it goes green, they're screwed. Well, we get down to 17 to go. It went green. They had to pit all three cars. Not one of them did a different strategy. 
And they had a set of tires sitting there. So they all, uh, one of them took four. And then I think AJ and, and Castle took two tires, um, you know, trying to salvage what they could out of the day. But I mean, they threw away easy top tens. If they just top fives and maybe top tens, if they just took fuel at least, you know, and had the gamble of having a new set of tires at least sitting there. So they- I, uh, I thought that was a very perplexing call on their part. And I, I'm sure they're meeting this, you know, today would have been a little bit like, well, we messed that one up. This <laughs> is not the yeah. right way to go. I mean, they also, all three at the same exact pit cycle earlier in the race, they all also sped on pit, yes. pit road at different right. segments. So that was, I mean, as far as colleague goes, pretty, a pretty tough, tough weekend. Pretty, yeah. I think overall definitely a tough weekend and they you know that, that, that pitch strategy is funny to me though because it's like you see that in cup sometimes where it's you know it's a car running 17th that's like let's throw a hail mary you know run 22nd let's try something here maybe four or five cars stay out we get a caution 30 laps in we're good and you know not tire wise really because obviously cup it's very rare that they run out of tires it happens but they it's very rare compared to Xfinity and Xfinity. Like you do that strategy, but you get fuel so that you can make it to the end. You avoid the worst case scenario, which is what they were put in. You know, like if they go and take fuel, they still come out two through or third through fifth or first through fifth even. So like I, uh, yeah, that was, that was a weird call. That's a hard one for me to understand. Yeah. 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 Well, boys, you guys, you you take it. Like I feel like I was on air for um my whole life, a ba- bajillion hours. <laughs> I don't think you guys swapped what three different networks, or was it only two? <laughs> no, well, we start the pre races on Peacock, and then it went to NBC, and then eventually USA Network. So yeah, you got okay. the full gamut okay. of how things will be this year, where you'll be able to watch it across all those different networks and streaming platform um and you could have watched everything on peacock because it's all on peacock but um yeah that was a long that was a long deal everyone thought it was gonna rain they were expecting it to rain um i was trying to stay optimistic that the rain would avoid us or at least we'd get the whole race in we did get the whole race in it just took many 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 hours Mm mm-hmm i I mean, I'll be honest, on the West Coast, I was fine. I mean, I don't know what everyone was complaining about. If you I'll just be live honest, on... on the East Coast, I fell asleep about 50 laps to go. Yep. So, yep. um, actually, I turned it off with about 90 laps to go because I had to go to a movie that I'd already scheduled that was going to be starting at 10 p.m. So, mm. um, we're so. I missed the end of the. Well, I'm race. the only one who seen know. the end. <laughs> I think well, so. I, I went back and watched it, but yeah. Thank you, AJ. I, I heard that. Um, I don't know what happened to Daniel Suarez. I had him in my lineup for fantasy. I had to choose between him and Logano, and I thought, you know, Suarez was leading a bunch in the beginning of the race, and then it's just like they couldn't keep up with the changing conditions and the car just fell apart he couldn't keep it together and it's very weird that they had such an issue and then ross from what i could tell was was in position to win if there was another caution towards the end so yeah ross drove back to the field after having a right rear 
loose, uh, which they got very lucky with because they, they knew it was loose and he drove around and came back down pit road and didn't have it fall off, which we all know the issues with it falling off. And we saw what happened to 17, um, which is devastating where Chris Busher lost a tire and wheel there uh, through the green flag pit cycle. And, you know, that means his crew chief, the changer, um, one other will be taking a little bit of a leave, a vacation for four weeks, which is mm-hmm. you know, a tough thing. Um, but yeah, track house, I mean, man, they just, they're impressive. There's just no doubting like that is, this is very impressive. And obviously I got to spend a lot of time with them this weekend. Uh, Ross and I had a very famous interview, which I enjoyed mightily. Um, yeah, that was so entertaining. That that was a great interview. Okay, wait. I, as soon wait, as it was, was over, your guys' opinion? I, what was your guys' opinion on that interview? I want to know real quick. So, um, it was a super good, hard hitting interview, and I think it was fun and it was it was cool. I looked to my dad and my mom after the interview, and I looked to them and I said, "That's the kind of thing that I expected in a pre race produced content piece." you know, where you guys are sitting across from each other. And I really enjoyed the way that that was. I mean, clearly he was uncomfortable and he was like, (laughs) I don't know how to handle this. Like I wasn't ready for this. I thought I was just going to be getting the standard. Oh my God, it's raining content. And why does it feel out there? But instead you guys just full bore came at him and he still might pick the win. I thought he answered the questions honestly and and pretty good. And I thought it was fun. AJ. Agreed. I I have nothing to add. I agree. So Did you see obviously it, I'm the one conducting it. And I saw a lot of people on social media like have a derogatory view of that interview. And what I was like, I don't think they caught that Ross and I have been racing each other for almost a decade, if not a decade. And this is how he and I have talked to each other for our whole time that we've known each other. And that's just Ross, like the dry slash the bit of verbal sparring and like, jabs at each other like that is how we have i don't know if i've ever had a conversation that wasn't like that with him so like what people saw they thought was like me and like maybe him having like a bit of like uh like tension between us but like we got done and we walked talking all the way to pit road about the like laughing about other stuff and like talking about things so like i was laughing about it because i was like they when i went back and watched some of it I was like, what people didn't realize is like, that is just he and I having a conversation. <laughs> we literally having the same conversation before we went on air, before it went live. And I was like, that's so funny. People were like, oh my God, you know, like he hates him. He hates Parker at NBC. I was like, no, like that's just Ross and that's just me. Like that's how we talk to each other. We've wrecked each other. We've, you know, raced the shit out of each other at times. We've, you know, laughed about it. We've been upset at each other about it. Like, and here we are talking about, and then earlier in the day, you know, he and I were talking and I said, Hey man, do you realize that a year ago, this place, you got a second place finish, which was like basically, you know, the springboard to him being re-signed and, you know, keeping his ride at Ganassi and everything. And then going to track house. And now you've come back here and you're the points leader of the NASCAR cup series. And he's just like, it's surreal. It's nuts. And I feel like I asked that same I, thing, you know? So it was like, literally we're yeah. having the same conversations that he and I have off camera. And, uh, I don't know. I just found that. I don't know if I've been in that position where I've, in TV where I've had like such a critique because I don't think, I don't know if I've interviewed someone that I have such a unique relationship with as him. Um, you know, it's hit much history also on the racetrack. So like that definitely I think comes through. I, I would agree. I I'm very curious at the beginning of the interview, you'd mentioned that Daniel's car is 
You, he had mentioned on the radio at one point oh, about something. No, Stenhouse. Sten, so we were watching an onboard of Stenhouse's car right before that. And he goes, oh, wow, mine's not bouncing like that. And I was like, oh, we got to talk about it. He's like, no, 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 no. That was between you and I. I was like, oh, come on, watch. So then we were like, you were watching that. You saw it bouncing. And he, like, he took it fine, but people took that so seriously. It was just a joke. He's like, I, no one's, it's, uh, no one, you know, cars bounce, like a bouncing versus one. I was like, his in 18th, yours is in first. Like, maybe that's why it's not bouncing. Like, anyone would be like, any race driver was like, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> like, mine handles better. So, yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was a very entertaining interview and it was it actually it definitely did seem I've seen him interview in the past and he's pretty similar but that was like the most I've seen him like talking to you how yep. like I've seen him talk off camera. Yep. When he's been on the camera before and it's pretty it was a really cool little segment. So good job on that. Um I think that's part, also, I think just we a both, reminder. Well, I, I think that's part of the funniest part is like People call it awkward, like we were being awkward. I think we actually were the opposite. We were both just so comfortable. Like that's where we were just having a conversation with each other and there happened to be a camera there. You know? It's how it's how we kind of talk. It's like, I mean, to to the outside, it it, it seems like it's an awkward interaction. But I mean, I've I also think, been talking to him since 2017, so I know how you what you mean by that. I actually think he probably gained a ton of fans through that interview because, one, it's a huge audience, and two, he was – he's been so consistent with the idea of like, I don't care what these people think I'm here to win. Like I'm here to do this. This is my thing. Like, I think that is a, I told him afterwards, I said, dude, you do whether you realize it or not, you are building a persona that people remember for a very long time. And, you know, and an attitude. He won me over a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not traditionally (laughs) a Ross Chastain fan, but when he was like, yeah, when people, you know, they asked me if I if I talked to the people after, like, if I talked to Denny or if people were like, "Hey, you want to go get, you know, down here and hang out?" And he's like, "No, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather be at home or whatever." He said, and I was like, "Yeah, same. I'd rather be at home too." <laughs> that's it. He'll look back, and that that will be like a pivotal moment in his, his fan base. So hopefully, yeah, could him. be. It, yeah. It, one of the things that I find very interesting about him as a driver is every time I've heard him speak about, you know, the opportunities he's got, he's like, I'm just living the dream. I mean, if tomorrow I lose my ride, I'll go back to watermelon farming. And that's just how it was meant to be. You know, he'll fight yeah. till the day he has to fight. But this whole thing is just this is just a dream for him. And he's he's not going to take it for anything more than it gives him in return. But he's going to put everything he can into it while he can. And yeah. that's what I just. I love about him. I was going to say, reminder, he is my pick to win the overall championship, and now he's That's a points right. leader. So, yep. well, I don't know if he's a points leader now after this race. He was a points leader going into that race. Going into that race. I don't know after, but I'm I just saying. He... Chase might be the points leader now. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. There you go. But um, I told him that he was my pick to win after the Sonoma race, and he just looked at me. He's like, oh, boy. And I'm like, so... I mean, don't make me look bad on the podcast, please. So, <laughs> um, once we got past all that, guys, we did get a lot of racing. There was, I thought, some really decent racing. I think the next gen car, you know, as we went in the nighttime, it definitely was a lot harder to pass. You could see that, right? Harder to use the outside lanes and such. The grip level going up, I don't think helped the racing, but that we've seen that everything ever, right? So like, I don't think that helped. Um, I think Gibbs 
had the fastest cars until post the last rain delay. And then, you know, something went mm-hmm. awry, but they definitely came guns a blazing. Um, and I, I kind of feel like chasing them, like, you know, they, they just put themselves in position. And then when it, when it mattered, they had the speed, right. And struck. And that's what we talk about in NASCAR all the time. Like, just put yourself in position. That's, I feel like that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I, there was a major rules update about the underbody um, before this race. And I'm curious, you know, did we it notice anyone who was update. performing really? No, so it wasn't it a rule was a update. Clarification? Just, no, I think it was more of the uh, ability to scan it and, and to verify if it was correct or not. But apparently, what I uh, gathered just talking to people, you know, no one saw a big difference. So it sounds like maybe, you know, it was a little overblown. I, I think there was a lot of people that felt like that was maybe what Trackhouse was doing or something. And it sounds like it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's cool. That's interesting. I, I don't like to see, you know, that sort of stuff pop up, but it's always interesting to say, Oh, there's this big new rules update. And suddenly <laughs> one team just is completely underperforming compared to the rest of the season. And you're like, ah, I know who uh, it was. Yep. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no the the rest of the race was pretty good that i saw i mean no one flipped right did i did i miss any any cars flipping tonight i don't remember anyone flipping this week i did see a fun onboard of kyle bush towards the end of the race he took the two tires there uh which he called an audible on um and when they all the joe gibbs cars pitted no one else pitted and um, he was going flat out against the wall to the end of the race on the last lap wall riding, just like a video game. That was a pretty really? interesting thing. Yeah. Yep. I think a little bit wow. of frustration, a little bit of, this was a bad call, uh, the pit. And yeah, I think that, you know, that was, it. but you know, what's interesting. I tried to say, I said on the broadcast, but it was an awkward place, middle of green fight stops that I got it in, but I don't think fans realize this. And I find this fascinating about this car that there's some funny nuances about it that we just haven't seen in the past. And one of them is you saw the 18 of Kyle Busch leading before the green flag stops. And then within what, you know, he gets really loose one time. You see this big loose and then proceeds to lose almost a second per lap on the racetrack after that. And it was around the 40 lap mark that he decides to pit and he starts the whole pit cycle, right? At the same time, Chastain experienced the same thing. And I've talked to a couple of drivers who told me that it's like a light switch. It's like a the right rear tire on these cars. If it's the one that's being leaned on the most on the big tracks, it's good, it's good, it's good. You get it loose or heated up one time. And from that point on, it's lost all its performance and you're hanging on for dear life. And it's like you're on ice. And... It's just something with these tires that, you know, that's the case. And so it's really interesting to see him leading by, I don't know, it was like a second and a half, two seconds, and then suddenly evaporates in like two laps because he's just hanging on for dear life. And we saw a couple cars have happen. And the best part is Chase Briscoe told me, uh, he's like, lap 40, guarantee it, watch, you'll see. And then sure enough, that was the lap that happened to so many cars. So like, there's just something interesting where it just loses that grip. And, you know, I think that was a big part of that race that if we, you know, were to dissect it looking back to me, that was like one of the biggest things that was deciding factor between 
the successful cars to not and set the stage for chase to win. interesting yeah Yeah. it's um it's i it's i mean you don't really think of tires that much in nascar because we don't really make a big deal out of them but we bring different (laughs) compounds to different tracks all we know is like Comparative well, to F one, this is like, a, we got yeah. these tires this weekend. We got the softs, <laughs> the mediums, and the hards. It's like in NASCAR, we don't really talk about, hey, you know, these tires are v- blah blah blah, and this and that. I just we feel do. like we overlook it a lot, but we do we a do a little bit, but it's not as NBC. We do, we definitely do. We bring it up often. Well, I know that because Marty okay. Snyder brings well, it up often, so I've heard it a million times. Got it. So. Okay. Should Maybe that's when the, uh, I'm taking my nap during the broadcast. I, I, I miss it sometimes. So, yeah. Did yeah. we talk about the resurgence of Joe Gibbs racing at all? Well, I said they, how were they good. dominated like a large. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Okay. They well, were you running one, three, and five at one I point. I did. Some, yeah, that was uh, like 2017 again. Yeah, I did some. Um, what was it? I did some like interviews last week leading up to the weekend. And they asked me, who do you think is going to be good? And I said, I don't know. I think the Toyotas will be really good. <laughs> and then I did it again later that week. And so I was talking to some of our NBC reporters ever. And like, I was like, yeah, I just think the Toyotas are going to be really good. And they're like, what's your basis? I was like, I honestly don't have any basis for this other than I just feel like they're going to be really good. And then there, there I turn around and they're like the fastest cars there. And I was like, I look like a genius. <laughs> I'm the smartest man alive. I think it was complete luck. But for some reason, and I don't even know, like I was trying to rack my brain, like, did I, do I feel like I know something about the torque profile, the engine, or like, and I was like, I don't have any logical basis to have decided on that other than I just felt like they would be good. Well, there you go. Yeah. And they were good. They were very they good. Were. Um, That's all I have from the NASCAR weekend. Anything else on your guys' mind from the weekend? For NASCAR or just in yeah. general? Yeah, I don't, I don't have much. Uh, no, I, I think, uh, I mean, next weekend for Formula One, if we're ready yep. to move on, we got, we got, I believe they're going to Silverstone. Or no, not, not gonna, is it Silverstone? I'm not going to be able to watch a single session. Yeah, they're going to be at Silverstone. And yep. it starts at 7 a.m. Pacific, which is 10 a.m. Eastern. So Parker, what are you gonna do for for Eraser Formula One breakfast? I know I won't be I won't be able to be there. I'll be in the Mazda <laughs> racing, and then if I'm not, I'll be doing finishing up notes for the broadcast later that afternoon. I so I well we'll get into that. What else? We got IndyCar this week coming weekend as well in um, Mid Ohio. Uh, Mid Ohio. Yep. So they're yeah. in Mid Ohio. Then NASCAR goes to Mid-Ohio the next weekend, which trucks which I'll be racing at. Um, so They're going to racing. Road America? IMSA is also at Toronto this weekend, by the way. Toronto? Ooh. Yeah. That's so crazy. They're up at most points. Um, let, me, uh, let me double check, but I think we... Is there is there anything happening soon for e-scooter? Damn it, AJ. I saw Where's something the, the other day. Content? No. I saw the something ne- the other day. I forgot what it was, though. There, the next round is round three in Italy, and that's in 16 days. So nothing yeah, so. major. AJ, you said it was so hard to find the replay. I went to East Scooter's website, and it's sitting right there, right in the center. 
Well, it wasn't like that the first race they did because it took I had to find it on YouTube. Wow. Wow. That's just abysmal. And you call yourself a coverage person. Well, anyways, uh, it looks like the 44 car of Anish Sheedy is currently leading that championship with 52 points. The 44 car? 44 scooter. scooter. I did ride Sorry. a bird scooter I, I, or a lime. I rode a lime in Nashville, which was quite an did experience. You f- did Did you feel like a e-scooter driver? Well, I felt Rider? like I could have. I you know like felt like I could have tried out for sure uh, with it. Yeah, absolutely. and I rode down. Um, I was going to meet uh, Lachar and Burton for dinner, and and Rick Allen and some of their and their families, and I. Uh, I had to go through Broadway, and so Nashville's insane. It's like Vegas of the South, but it, I love Nashville. Um, and there's this big bus that's full of like a bachelorette party or something, and I'm riding on the street because you have to drive on the street with those. And they're pulling up beside me, and we're going stoplight to stoplight, and they're just screaming like, come in my bus, <laughs> like all this stuff. And I'm like, I have to go to dinner. So like blinders, blinders, blinders. And uh, yeah, it looked like they were having a tremendous time. Um, I'm sure I could have had a tremendous time up there as well, but I uh, I was headed to dinner. So, but I did I did ride it there, and then uh, after dinner, I decided I was walking back because it felt highly dangerous. Um, because I don't know if you've been to Broadway in Nashville ever, but it is mayhem, chaos. It is Times Square. The, the Las Vegas Strip and um, like like 19 way intersections all mixed together <laughs> in terms of wow. like, chaos. And so it is uh, it is insane. And then they close off a huge portion of the street. So there's thousands and thousands of people going to the bars or anything. And so I decided to walk back because I was I, I felt Dang. like that was a smarter choice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so did anyone actually f- make the dots that we do have a connection with an e-scooter rider slash driver? Oh, Connor Daly's cousin. What? Nissi Daly is ranked eighth, has 20 points. Oh um, my God, I'm texting right Wait, now. how do you know it's his, her, his cousin? Literally in her bio on the website says her uncle is ex Formula One driver Derek Daly and her cousin Connor drives an Indy car. I'm How did we not right know now. this? What? I'm sorry. I I really wanted to interrupt, but I I figured I'd let you finish your lime scooter story. But this is massive news. This That's is insane. Breaking news. So there's a good chance we could get a press pass. I. I for these probably she, she was up to third on her uh in her season so far and I now she's Connor. currently in six we're gonna get thank it. you we, get, we, we gotta get an inside scoop we, we have to know more we need her so she um this is her stats she has a boost of 43 seconds I, i'll need aj to figure out what that means her lean angle is 46 degrees her lap time is 54 seconds her speed on average is 47 kilometers per hour. I'll need somebody to convert that to miles. And her heart rate on average is 118 beat per, beats per minute. 47 wow. kilometers an hour. That is not. Yeah. Was it like 25 or something? 
Uh, I thought they went 40 miles per hour. Dang scooter. I thought they went 40 miles per hour. That's what they said. Let's find out. Yeah, maybe that was a smaller uh, that's, track. Well, her average. That's her average, remember. Oh, so, they might I do mean, 40. So that's straightaways. Yeah, so it was 20. That's on average is 29 miles per hour, which I mean, that's pretty quick because those uh, those lime scooters and stuff top out at 19 miles per hour, and I feel like I'm going to die on them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they do feel fast. So that, how fast? So they're t- if their top speed's 40 or 60, that would be terrifying on a scooter. Yeah, I mean, terrifying. That's hmm. definitely true. Well, but this anyways, is, this is good to know. We, I, we've texted him. We're going to make contact. We're going to get more information on the East Coast Championship once AJ decides to do his job one of these days. So, I, I've been busy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no excuses. We're all busy. <clears throat> um, Have you watched it? Oh, well, the max speed's 100 kilometers. No, hour, I'm so waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. I yeah, sixty miles per hour. I told you. I am waiting for the e racer recap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's got no. I'll make that happen within the next two weeks. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, Maybe we not next week, busy... but the week after that. Well, we have a pretty busy two weeks, you and I. So should we oh, get into sh- that? Crap! I forgot Unfortunately, about that. Josh won't be joining Maybe. us. Um, Unfortunately, I not. I, I wish. Am... I'm busy doing other things. I'm actually going to be finishing the southern portion of Highway 1 uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, My girlfriend and I are taking a weekend. We're going to L.A. Um, We're running a... We got a wild card rental. This is so wild. I've never heard of this before. They'll give you whatever car they have available, and it's at least a compact or bigger, and it's like a third the price. So it's basically just give me whatever, and I mean... I might be driving around in a little tuk tuk, but hey, I got it for a cheap rate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we're we're we going that. from. I wish we had that yesterday. Yeah, AJ could have used that. Oh really? So you're gonna finish what Jen and I started, which is going down the PCH, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Where did you guys end up finishing the? LA. Did you? Where did you? We finished LA. So nice. So we're flying at LAX. We're going to the very end of Highway One, and then driving all the way up to Lompoc. So oh, cool. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. Have fun. It would be cool. Oh, uh, actually, canceled. AJ and I. She heard. AJ and I are uh, going on an adventure the next two weeks. So AJ will be coming out to Road America with me for the Mazda deal. We head out there tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, he's gonna be helping me produce a bunch of content, which he already does. Which hidden secret, AJ helps me make all those reels. Uh, for all our listeners out there who don't realize what, how those reels did you out. make the eight hundred dollars on those those bonuses for those reels yet? Did they you know did they I pay did out actually to you? Make some money on those things. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's not a lot. It's like thirty eight cents probably. <laughs> wow! Um, don't spend it all in one pay, place. And then uh, he's gonna come out. To, you live in Mid Ohio, Mansfield, so he's gonna come out to Mid Ohio for uh, the truck race, and we're gonna do some cool stuff there too. So. We're, uh, we're AJ, you and your girlfriend are going on vacation. AJ and I are going on a two week vacation. <laughs> wow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's exciting. Are you guys sharing a hotel room together? Nope. We're no. actually staying very far apart from each other on purpose. Yes. <laughs> on purpose. Yep. Uh, I think that's AJ probably did oh. that cause he's too scared. You're going to try and shave his beard off. Yeah. He's going to try to oh. trim me up. Did Connor respond? Mm hmm. What do he say? 
Uh, I like how we're like waiting for an answer when it's just gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, she, my cousin does do that, and we'll be like, oh, okay, funny. I'm gonna laugh if he responds with, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't confirmed. It is his cousin. He goes, yep. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. I told him we talk about it on the Eraser podcast every week. Half a joke, half we are so intrigued. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. It's a little bit of like, we said it as a joke, but I'm also kind of like, it's so dope. How do we get involved? It really is pretty cool for being honest. <laughs> um, I know. My favorite thing about her, her page is her superpower is talk softly, but carries a big stick. There and you go. I love that. I don't know. Wait, who, who said that again? Was that Teddy Roosevelt or Franklin I, Roosevelt or uh, I don't know. no uh, Google Teddy Roosevelt Teddy Roosevelt all right was it Teddy Roosevelt or Abraham Lincoln actually that <laughs> <laughs> was not Abraham Lincoln I know <laughs> that much speak softly and carry a big stick yep <sighs> who is that let's just make sure hold on uh, we're gonna get American history. A little American history mixed in our eraser podcast. Theodore, yeah, it's Teddy Roosevelt. It's Teddy Roosevelt. It's pretty. Okay, all right. That makes me feel a little better that I still have some American history up in that noggin of mine. That got me a little scared for a second too. So, (laughs) Um, well, well, it's only it's only it's only right we're celebrating Fourth of July in the upcoming week. So get a little American history in there. True. It used to be my favorite holiday of the year. And then I started having to work every July 4th. <laughs> it wasn't just racing. Like, it was like just always doing something on it that I forget it's there. And then I'm like, like I've seen fireworks in so many random places and like not even with a drink because I've got to be up at like 4 a.m. the next morning or whatever. And I'm just like, one day I, yeah, I love, I love July 4th. I, one of my favorite. I feel you. But it's tough. One of my favorite things to do every year on July 4th is sit in my room. And listen to the fireworks go off. This is going to be the second year in a row where I can't do that. Okay, that was a little depressing. Re- AJ? Well, AJ. No, it's well, awesome. AJ, we went and found I fireworks last it. year. Yeah, but we had to walk like three miles, and we didn't even know where we were going. And it we were so far away. Three quarters of a mile, if that. It was a pretty long walk, and we didn't have any lights. And we there was walked a, for there were people minutes. There were people driving around on golf carts being like, hey, you guys, you need rides. And Josh and Kyle are like, oh, yeah, we could use some rides. Thanks. And then I'm like, guy, come on. I don't want, I just want to go back to the camper. AJ's you know not what? a big firework guy, apparently. It, apparently. Fireworks. Well, apparently <laughs> not enough. I wanted to be closer to the fireworks. We saw them. They were going off. I mean, you cl- cover your ears and it feels like you're in your room and they're it going be- off outside. I, be better off if I loaded up a YouTube live stream and watched them. We were that far away. <laughs> I saw wow. some amazing it, I did have a lovely time with you, though, Josh. It was fun. I, we, it was uh, fun. I had a really good time. We were at uh, the hotel we stay at uh, in uh, North America. Is on the lake forever there. Not the Elkhart Lake, but a different one. And um, they did an amazing fireworks show the night before the cup race, I want to say. So that would have been the third last year, right? Forever. And I guess mm-hmm. this year the third is on Sunday. So I don't know how when it will work out, but it was pretty amazing. And we, we were all at this bar we love and walked outside, and it was a pretty awesome show. So it's cool. Fireworks are fun. 
one of my one of my favorite memories was that weekend after Chase had won. We were all in that the turn five complex, I think it was, and everybody was yelling burn, burn out, out. yeah, burn yep. out over and over again in that little corner. And it was like honestly, it was like one of those captivating moments mm-hmm. that I've honestly he I talks think about was it. one of the most. Oh, it's he was he so said it was epic. the most poor pressure he's ever felt in his life to like do a burnout or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, so he's like, yeah. So he did it, and now they're gonna move. Basically, they they've now set up. I think where the post race celebration will be in turn five for both races. Good. So, That's a yeah. way better place for it, anyways. Like yeah. honestly, there's no grandstands. There, there's That's a whole like a stadium. Sta- it's like a stadium section. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's gonna be really cool. Um, Parker. Hmm. So during our break, F1 Manager 2022 posted some in-game video footage. I heard. And it is not dots on a map. No, it looks amazing. It looks really good. That and <laughs> F1 22 came out, by the way. Yeah, oh, we got wow. we gotta talk about that. That's um Yikes. What happened? It's have you ever heard of EA Sports? Yes. Have you heard what they've been doing have in their ever, recent? Have you ever loved a gaming series so much that you invest your entire life into it, and then EA Sports shows up and ruins it? Oh, have you ever gone through that, Parker? Um, well, no, because when the, when the NASCAR franchise left EA Sports, it got worse. They did point. a great job. That, that is, is a good point. That is a good point. Well, that was back yeah. when EA Sports was like actually creating good content and had yeah, was... thought of the idea of microtransactions. Yeah, that was pre loot box. Uh, so yeah. what do we have now? What do we have now? So F1 2022, besides new cars, has pretty much zero really added features, except for an entire item shop of items that you can do to customize your driver and your car or your like i don't know what it is your home whatever it is they they call it i think f1 life and the major issue is there's actually zero way to get the in-game currency through racing the only way to get in-game currency is by spending money money (laughs) on on top of what you've already spent to buy the game Mm, yep got it that makes sense that makes sense hmm Right. Not to well, mention not a majority, a yep. majority of their customers being kids. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. They're trying to sell stuff. Well, we'll play F one twenty twenty one, which we played like one time. So I'm still that, on F one twenty twenty. I'm like halfway through a season on F one twenty twenty. That that game cost us like yeah, uh, cost me like thirty bucks a run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And Parker played for a couple hours and he was like, "What am I doing? Let's just go play iRacing. racing." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Yep, I couldn't. You couldn't get like your wheel to work or something. I couldn't get it to work. I think I could now. Oh, and they the monitors. Yeah, the monitors was the biggest oh, thing. Okay. You couldn't, but I think they made an update. It works now. I can't remember, but I think they did. So, boys, I think I'm gonna call it there. Park. Okay. Let's this has it. been fun. Seven minutes. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean this this was fun. Um, I think we should leave. Thank you for listening, all. We're gonna have a crazy couple weeks to talk about. Yeah, I mean, don't have too much fun. Don't record podcasts without me. I I don't want to be I don't want to miss out on the fun. But be sure to send photos and a postcard on your guys' fun <laughs> adventures. We will. Do we? Uh, yes, we'll use mail.
please, please. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>